the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network and X-Zone Broadcast Network. Visit our website at www.xzoneradiotv.com. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. All Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you live from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network, Star Cable, and the Exxon Broadcast Network. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. And if you'd like to know what the latest news is on our television series, Paragators, visit the website at www.paragators.org. Exxon Nation, my guest this hour is Trisha McCannon. 
And um, Tricia is a renowned American clairvoyant historian, author, and teacher who has traveled the world in search of answers to the greatest mysteries of the age. As a dedicated researcher and mystical symbologist in many ancient paths of wisdom, she is known as the mysteries expert. She's appeared on over 150 radio and TV shows worldwide, and uh, she is the author of two books, her first book, Dialogues with Angels, and the acclaimed new book, Jesus, the Explosive Story of the Thirty Last Years and the Ancient Mystery Religions. For the past two decades, she has been a healer, I'm sorry, a headliner at conferences in Europe and America. Miss McCannon speaks on a variety of subjects from connecting with your spirit guides to the nine orders of angels, the wisdom of King Solomon to the return of the shepherd kings, the coming age of Aquarius to the quest of the philosopher's stone. Now trained as an intuitive of many ancient streams of knowledge, including mystical Christianity, Native American wisdom, and the Shabda teachings of the masters of the Far East, and the goddess teachings, she has led workshops in transformation for thousands around the world. That's right, I said thousands around the world. A reverend in the International Assembly of Spiritual Healers and a bishop in the Madonna Ministries, her visually stunning workshops create a powerful synthesis of grounded and mystical wisdom. She is the director of the Phoenix Fire Mystery School and the author of a score of DVDs and CDs. She's given Soul Matrix readings for over 6,000 people around the world in her continuing commitment to personal empowerment inner awakening, and world unity. She can be reached through her website at www.trishamccannonspeaks.com and that's T-R-I-C-I-A-M-C-C-A-N-N-O-N-S-P-E-A-K-S dot com. I'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break with Trisha McCannon as the Exxon continues for Wednesday, April the 21st, in the year 2010. The X-Chronicles newspaper comes out this Friday. Paragators TV show is uh, going to be shooting our season uh, pilot in the next couple of weeks. I'm very excited about that. And uh, I've got to say hello to John Reynolds, who is one of the graphic designers. He is the edit master, and he is also one of the co-executive producers of the series. Another good friend of mine, Brian O'Day. I worked with Brian on Creepy Canada, and it's nice working with Brian as the co-executive producer of Paragators and, of course, to the many experts that we have that are listed at www.paragators.org. I'll be back on the other side of this two-minute break. Don't go away. No reason to take me home 
I'm old enough to face the dawn Just call me angel Trisha McCannon is our special guest explanation. We're going to be talking to Trisha this uh, first part of the hour about her new book. It's entitled Jesus, the Explosive Story of the Last 30 Years and the Ancient Mystery Religions. And Trisha McCannon, welcome to the Exxon. Great having you with us, Trisha. Hi, Rob. What a pleasure to be with you and all your wonderful guests. Tell me, uh, Trisha, how did you come to write your new book, Jesus, the Explosive Story of the Last 30 Years and the Ancient Mystery Religions? Well, you know, that's actually an amazing story. I um, I was in the middle of writing another book mm-hmm. uh, called Decoding the Mysteries of the Ages, and I had put three little chapters in about Jesus, one about his secret teachings that I thought people should know about, one about his lost years, and one about why he came and the change between the age of Aries and the age of Pisces 2,000 years ago. And, you know, my, as I kept writing this book, which was really about the discovery of the divine feminine, believe it or not, um, I, you know, I would continue to write. And I think, well, I bet they don't know this about Jesus, or I bet people probably haven't been told this about Jesus. And because I've traveled the world and I'm trained in a number of esoteric paths, I really do know a great deal about him. Plus, my family is, you know, actually very conservatively Southern Christian here, mm-hmm. being growing up in the Deep South here in Atlanta, right. Georgia. And so um, I was at the place of realizing that really I had two books in one because my three little chapters had grown to 200 pages. And I was in the mamma mia, what should I do? You know, I see the book is having babies. And what happened was really quite astonishing. I was laying on the floor of my office. It was that week after Christmas when everything was kind of quiet and still. And I suddenly became aware that Jesus was standing over me in the in my office and I opened my eyes and it was the most incredible radiant light and he was smiling and um, uh, with his mouth closed uh, he uh, telepathically said to me without any preamble I'd like you to write a book about my lost years and secret teachings there has been enough war and bloodshed in my name and I was of course astonished because even though I'm a clairvoyant and I've done readings for over 6,000 people around the world and I've worked with masters and angels and many amazing kinds of beings, this was an astonishing occurrence. And his energy was so powerful, Rob. Um, It just completely opens your heart at this huge level. And um, I think when I could gather my wits, I I said something like, well, uh, Uh, could I finish this other book first? (laughs) And, you know, so mortal. We're so human, aren't we? Uh And I was so so close to finishing that book. And uh, he he smiled and he waved his hand like, don't worry, it'll just take a moment. I'll open every door. And um, it was a very powerful moment. And And I wound up laying there, I don't know, for maybe 10 minutes. He was standing over me the whole time. And I was going through this whole inner conversation about, well, okay, how hard can it be? You know, all the mental things that our minds do, the human chatter. And, you know, what will happen if I do this? And will I be burned at the stake? And, you know, <laughs> is, is it safe? Because especially growing up in the conservative South, we know that there are many people that are very expanded in their consciousness, but there are also people that are very conservative and they really haven't looked beyond the surface of the religion that they've been taught. 
And so eventually, um, I, he followed, it was like he telepathically read everything that I was thinking, and he followed my entire thought process till I finally came to the realization, um, you know, in my work I teach what I would call the karma meets uh, the dharma, which means we all have a place of wounding in our life that if we rise to meet that place and move through it, we in fact become the master teacher or the master healer or the master of that thing. And in my life as a clairvoyant and a metaphysician who's traveled the world uh, and you know, it's been respected by thousands of people. In my family, there really wasn't very much understanding because they were very, very conservative. There's a faction, my family's very conservative, kind of closed-minded mm-hmm. Christians. Well, let, so me, I, let me ask you this question. Uh, and, and I hope you don't take this the wrong way or it doesn't come out the wrong way. Why do you think that Jesus chose you to write his book? Well, you know, that was my question, too, because I don't consider myself, you know, anybody mm-hmm. who's out there proselytizing about Jesus. I, you know, my dad was a lawyer. I'm very uh, objective. Uh, I look at evidence and so forth. But I think it was precisely because um, I I had a, always had a deep love and reverence for him, uh, but I sort of considered him sort of in the pool with maybe another, whatever, 20 incredible masters or, you know, Buddha. I mean, there's many great avatars that have come here. But I think because I um, first had an open heart about it mm-hmm. and because I had an understanding of the mysteries and I understood how uh, everything ties together. In every religion, there is a golden thread of wisdom, the, the, the mystics or the masters that begin these spiritual paths have deep and profound truths. But over the centuries, these truths many times become diluted or distorted or dogma-sized. And, um, you know, a few centuries later, mm-hmm. the purity of the, the path is heavily compromised. So I think because I had been following the golden thread of wisdom through the Egyptian teachings, the Druid teachings, the the uh, uh, the teachings from the Far East, the mystical Christian teachings, the Native American, I saw how it all connected. Does that answer your question? As, as a little girl growing up, did you have any idea what your life was going to be like and, and where your gift was going to take you? Well, certainly, I don't really think I thought it would take me quite here, but I remember when I was about seven years old, um, laying uh, on the ground in, in, in the forest. I grew, uh, I grew up across from a great forest and woods where I could see these divas and fairies, and uh, then eventually these angels began to appear to me, and I, and I talk about this in my first book, Dialogues with the Angels. Uh, and I remember thinking, oh, okay, I'm, I'm in this very conservative Christian family that is not going to really get what I'm about at all. But later, in the latter part of my life, you know, if I can just hold true to the vision mm-hmm. of love and forgiveness, if I can just pursue the truth no matter what, that eventually they'll come to be a great healing within my family. And so that's actually one of the things that's been happening that has been happening, I think, as a result of this book. And it's not just happening in my family, but in, in the hundreds of letters and emails and phone calls we get, it seems that there are all sorts of 
healing miracles happening around it. I think because of the presence of of the masters and and of Jesus that's uh, uh, woven vibrationally into the book itself. Tell me, why didn't Jesus, or, or maybe he did, did, did Jesus tell you why his, his story was not fully talked about in the Bible or written about in the Bible? Well, you know, I think that if we look at the history of how the current New Testament that we have was created mm-hmm. as uh, wonderful biblical scholars like Elaine Pagels and, and, and many uh, other uh, um, true uh, biblical scholars have pointed out, the four Gospels that we have, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, were all what we would think of as the exoteric or the outer teachings. There was an esoteric or an inner teaching that was conveyed to his um, to his students and to some of his disciples and to some of his apostles, and those have to do with the light and sound of God. And of course, even in the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we have references mm-hmm. to where Jesus says, "I am the light." You know, for a little while, the light is among you. I am the way, the truth, and the light. He he gives indications. For example, you know, he called his path the way. Yes. Well, you know, Buddha called his path the middle way. And long before that, Thoth, who was the Egyptian god of wisdom, who was really responsible for helping to set up the great mystery schools from which the great white brotherhood um, traditions came, uh, he called his path the ancient way or the ancient path. And, of course, we know within the Egyptian, uh, the um, Jewish system, esoteric mystical Judaism teaches the tree of life as a part of the way. So this understanding of what this means, I mean, if, you know, in, in these esoteric uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John Gospels, the Synoptic Gospels, he'll say things like, for those that have ears, let him hear, or those that have eyes, let him see. These are codes to all the initiates that might be there that that say this parable that I'm telling you has multiple levels of meaning and for the uninitiated they will take it at an esoteric exoteric level. All right, now level. I've got another question for you here. How do you know that you were actually talking to Jesus? Did you see the wounds in the hand? Did you see no, the So no, so how did I, you I didn't how do you, that. How do you, how do you so, know that you were actually talking to Jesus and not let's say, an angel or, or a messenger or an emissary? Well, you know, I've seen angels since I was a little girl. Uh-huh. As I said, I've, I've had many profound, beautiful, beautiful angelic beings come to me, and, and I read for people. I've mm-hmm. done over 6,000 readings around the world where I'll see angels come in, teachers come in, masters come in. Right. Some I know their names, some I don't know their names at all. But uh, Jesus is a unique energy uh, signature. He actually appears classic, very much like the classic portraits of him with the long hair, brownish, blondish, with kind of uh, hazel, uh, blue-gray eyes. Yeah, but you see, that, you see, that doesn't make any sense because Jesus was Jewish. And of course, he, and, of course, and, that's and, what most people think. Yes, yeah. of course. But in Galilee, the Galilee was heavily settled by the Gentiles, and most people don't realize that it was forced to adopt Judaism around 100 B.C. by the Maccabees. In fact, there's in the Old Testament, there's all these uh, conversations. Okay, by the stand Maccabees. by. You and I have to take a commercial break. Uh, please okay, uh, yes. just stand by. We'll be right back after this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues. 
from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Trisha McCannon is our special guest. Trisha McCannon Speaks. Dot com is her website, and we'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. My name is Michael Telstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario. Hi, my name is Splenza, and you're listening to my dad, Ron McConnell, on the XM. This is Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines, and you're listening to Rob McConnell. Hello, my name is Holly Reeves, an astrologer from Astro for You. And- Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores, so stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get access. Well, not anymore, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with deals like our Silver Unlimited plan for just $45 a month and no contract. And get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for $249, all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart and Walmart.com. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. You're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McCormick. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. I was walking home from school on a cold winter day took a shortcut through the woods and I lost my way it was getting late and I was scared and alone but then a kind old man took my hand and led me home my mama couldn't see him Oh, but he was standing there And I knew in my heart He was the answer to my prayers Oh, I believe there are angels among us Sent down to us from somewhere up above They come to you and me in our darkest hours to show us how to live to teach 
teach us how to give, to guide us with the light of love. Trisha McCannon is my special guest of this hour, Exonation. She is the author of Jesus: The Explosive Story of the Thirty Lost Years and the Ancient Mystery Religions. Her website is www.trishamccannonspeaks.com. Trisha, thanks very much for joining us uh, tonight. And I was wondering if you know, since you've studied all these, all these different religions, and you've traveled the world, is there a common thread between the different religious philosophies? And if there is, why are there so many wars in the name of religion? Oh, you asked amazing questions. Um, well, l- let me say that um, I did want to finish responding to your last question, if that's okay. Sure, because I'm sorry. I had one more th- comment to make. You had asked Rob, you know, what Jesus looked like, mm-hmm. and I sort of described him as sort of the, this classic, you know, the way that many of the painters have depicted him yes. through the centuries. And you said, how is it possible? Because he was Jewish, and that must mean that he was dark. And of course, we do know that there are many Aryan-looking Jewish people. But, you know, one of the things I talk about in the book actually has to do with his lineage. And on his mother's side, Mary's side, Mary's mother was Anna. And Anna was actually a princess from the, the Celtic lands, from the Druidic path, who had left her husband and uh, come down to be with another chapter of the Great White Brotherhood, uh, the Essene Brotherhood, and she had remarried there, and Mary, of course, was a child of that marriage. So all of these different chapters, the Druids, the mm-hmm. Essenes, the Therapeutae in Egypt, and so forth, they were all interconnected. But So Jesus actually had two lineages, royal lineages, the House of David from the Jewish um, side, um, and the house of the Gwenissa line, which is the, the line of the Merlins, the line that the great magician Merlin, 500 years later, would emerge from. This was a line of the prophet, priest, kings, and seers. So I did want to just finish answering that great question you asked and before I th- the break. And I thank you for that. So now the, the exciting question is, what is the connection between all the paths? That's right. And if, well, they, if there is a common thread, how can there are so many wars in the name of religion? Well, you know, I think that really has a lot more to do with the secular mind, mm-hmm. power, control, politics, money, oh, right. and religion's a good excuse. Yeah, but many of the wars, as you know, that are fought are really fought over uh, money. They're fought over resources. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, a country wants another country's natural resources, whether it's gold or diamonds or gems or oil, and they go and invade the country. And many times they use religion as the excuse for it, but religion is rarely the real reason, because all the great religions of the world basically teach peace. But, I mean, how many of us actually... Uh, you know, are actually living, let's say, just Jesus' teachings, you know, judge not, least ye be judged. How often every single day do we find ourselves falling into judgment? Way too many. Um, so, I mean, this, all, the, all the great teachers and mystics ultimately come back to the same place, which is a place of peace and love and friendship and connection. And yet these wars continue to be fought. Religion appears to be the excuse for them. Mm-hmm. And the people who really, you know, grow up in them and um, are taught, you know, fundamentalist in every path, not just Christianity, the Muslim path, uh, they're, they're fundamentalist in virtually every 
religion of the world. And those are people who believe that in the exoteric teachings, and they're literal, they're looking only at the literal interpretation without understanding that there is an initiatic tradition of deep wisdom that lies within and that to really find the answers, they have to go inside themselves. And, of course, Jesus tells us this when he says the kingdom of heaven is within us. You know, in the book of the Gospel of Thomas that's come out as one of the, the books on the Nagamati text and the Dead Sea Scrolls, you know, there's this whole thing where they're saying, where's the kingdom of heaven? And he's like, well, hey, if it's in the air, the birds are going to get there before you. If it's in the sea, the fish are going to get there before you. You know, it's not anywhere in the physical world. It is lies within ourselves, and of course he talks about how to actually activate this awareness, um, and he gives certain clues. But again, if you're not an initiate, you don't know what it means. He'll say things like, "You make the two eyes into one, when you make the inner into the outer, and the outer into the inner, when you make the male into the female, and the female into the male, then you will see the kingdom of heaven." So this all sounds like gibbly uh, gook, if you don't know what it means, but the two eyes into one has to do with activating the center, the inner eye, the third eye, in the center of the forehead. The male into the female, this has to do with the integration of the hemispheres of the brain and the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous systems, the male and the female aspect that lies within each and every one of us. And it's this integration that allows us to eventually, you know, come to some kind of internal balance. Tell me, what was the most amazing, I I mean, totally amazing part of the story that, that you were given, that you just heard it and said, did it? Is this true? Is is this true? What really blew your mind? For example, was Jesus married to Mary Magdalene? Did they have any children? Oh, that... You know, these these are deep questions. Let me say that I don't spend much time addressing the Mary Magdalene um, uh, issue mm-hmm. in this book because um, that was not the intention. I had plenty on my plate without even getting into Mary Magdalene. Sure. However, as many of our listeners probably know, within the Gospel of Philip, Philip did say things like, you know, the, the Master would kiss her often on the mouth, and that the other apostles were jealous, and when they basically reproached Jesus about it, Jesus turned to them and said, you understand not the mysteries of marriage telling us that this was more than likely, especially since the word that was used to describe her was a, uh, a Latin or Greek, a Greek word that actually meant companion or um, life uh, mate. Um, so, you know, the Mary Magdalene thing is a very big subject. Certainly she was a very high initiate. Jesus called her the one who knew the all. And the rites of anointing that she did, you know, with the spikenard jar uh, that's reported in two of the Gospels where she anoints his feet and she anoints his head, this really all goes back to Egyptian rites of king-making, which were the Christed ceremonies. The word Christ actually comes from K-R-S-T, and it means to anoint one. And the Christians were originally the let's say, worshippers of Serapis. Serapis is um, 
basically a, a Greek amalgamation of the Lord Osiris, who was Osiris. He was the Lord of Light who waits in the halls of the dead to greet the souls, the one who sees purely into your heart through illumination and who decides whether or not, you know, when they weigh your heart against the feather of truth or the feather of ma'at, at that point you either have had a happy life, your heart is as light as a feather, and you can go on into heaven because you haven't held your anger, your your grief, your revenge, your you know hatred, all the things people can mm-hmm. feel, or your heart is heavy, you know, uh, uh, a heavy heart, a hard heart. And if you have a hard heart, guess what? You have to come back and reincarnate back ter- down here and clean up your karma. So the Osiris was the Lord of Light who sits beneath the, the four-spiked um, canopy, okay? And if you go to the Vatican, of course, right in uh, the very central hall of the Vatican is this four-spiked canopy. And the reason, of course, they have this canopy is because if you activate your third eye and your pineal gland in the middle of your head, there is a canopy-like structure around the pineal gland. So when you raise your kundalini, when you clear your chakras, clear out your emotional debris, all these negative things we all carry from lifetime to lifetime, and raise your energy through the shishuma or the, the spine, and you eventually move the kundalini up to the third eye. And Jesus taught a path of awakening through the heart specifically. This was, you know, the way he, he taught it was open your heart, and if your heart becomes open, then you will begin to open your inner eye as well. And with that action, you begin to activate this, mm-hmm. this pineal gland. And this, of course, was taught in the great mystery schools, but it was very hidden because they understood that when you learn to activate this ability as a God-man or a God-woman, it gave you great powers to control the elements, to walk on water, to raise the dead, and this was not something that they wanted a bunch of dark magicians running around doing. So they guarded these secrets very uh, preciously. Um, this is why they had mystery schools. You know, there were many, there were three levels to the mystery schools, and in my mystery school, I teach the Phoenix Fire Lodge. Once again, it's structured in three levels because that's actually the balance, divine female, divine male, mm-hmm. and then the harmony or the mastery of the two together. T- tell me, you know, we've got so many questions that I'd love to ask you, but we have only an hour or two to do it. Um, do you believe, based on the book that you wrote, Jesus, the explosive story of the last 30 lost years and the ancient mystery religion that we are in the end times? I believe that there, just like we have uh, cycles within cycles, seconds within minutes, mm-hmm. minutes within hours, and so forth, that there are uh, the, the procession of the ages, the great procession, which is a 25,920-year cycle, that we are at a, an end of, uh, of many ages. It hasn't just been the end of 100 years or 1,000 years or 2,160-year uh, age of Pisces moving into Aquarius, but I think we're at the end of a 26,000-year cycle where we're, we're up for graduation, basically. So will the earth go on? Yes. Will there still be people on the earth? Yes. But I think we're at a, um, we're at a let's say, an interdimensional doorway where we as human beings have a chance to graduate. And um, the Egyptian Book of the Dead and probably the Tibetan Book of the Dead that I'm less familiar with 
were basically roadmaps to tell you that once you had achieved the level of mastery, you had a choice about how to get off the planet. And, in fact, the Great Pyramid of Giza, you know, that has the shafts and the king and queen's mm-hmm. chamber going, pointing one way and then pointing the other, these were the two great paths that were known in Egypt. The Way of Osiris, which points to Orion, and this is the seat of the Galactic Council, so people who chose that way, once they achieved mastery, could basically decide that they so love the earth and the people down here that they could go up into the fifth dimension and stay as masters and try to inspire people from the fifth dimension down into the third and fourth, or even from time to time take birth. These are the great bodhisattvas. So that was one path, the path of Osiris. And the other path was called the way of Horus, or the path of Horus. And this was the direct path that led basically through the crown chakra of the planet, uh, through the, the great serpentine constellation of Draco, out through uh, the gateways. And those gateways were the ring pass knots of the planets as you move out of our solar system and eventually head to the great central sun. So, yeah, th- this was a spiritual technology, Rob, if you will. And this was possessed by the ancients. And in the mystery schools, they sought to cultivate both the left and right sides of the brain. So you had, you know, mathematics and sacred geometry and architecture and music and sound vibration and healing and herbs and plants and history and, you know, all of these kinds of things. But you also had the development of the subtle energy bodies. And that development is something that, you know, takes a lifetime to do. And, of course, when you have a being like Jesus, he dedicated really his whole life. And this is really what my book is about, is how, you know, the book's divided into six sections, where we introduce the great mysteries, and then in each section we take him to the places where he studied the order of the great white brotherhood he studied with. We share what they taught him and how what they taught him is reflected in what we know of his teachings. And, of course, there are many of his teachings that have been hidden, burned, suppressed, and so forth. Well, you and I have to take our final break. Please stand by. Trisha McCannon is our special guest. www.trishamccannonspeaks.com. She's the author of Jesus, the Explosive Story of the 30 Last Years and the Ancient Mystery Religions. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. As the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network, the Exxon Broadcast Network, and Star Cable. We'll be back, don't go away. It was getting late, and I was scared and alone. But then a kind old man took my hand. Everything is beautiful in its own way Like a starry summer night or a snow-covered winter's day
And welcome back, everyone. Trisha McCannons, our special guest this hour. She's the author of Jesus, the Explosive Story of the Lost 30 Years and the Ancient Mystery Religions. Her first book, Exonation, Dialogues with the Angels. Now you can find all this information. You can find out how to order your books just by going to one website, www.trishamccannonspeaks.com. Now that's www.trisciaa. M-C-C-A-N-N-O-N speaks.com. It's that simple. First of all, Trish, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. It's been a great pleasure having you here. Um, It's been a pleasure for me too, Rob. You know, you asked wonderful questions. I was telling you this on the break. Nothing superficial about your questions. So (laughs) sorry if I've been a little labyrinthine in my answers, but they are deep. So, My dear, you need not apologize. Tell me, Trish, after writing this this book, what is some of the feedback that you're that you're hearing from people around the world who have read your book? Well, you know, it's only been out about a month, and Mm -hmm. it's just been remarkable. Um, I think I shared with you a little before the break that I had a a prisoner uh, on death row actually uh, write me and tell me that he had had. Uh, masters, uh, a master appear in his jail cell in blue, uh, white light, and that, uh, the next night he'd been praying, you know, just praying for his life, and the next night that he had heard me on the radio, and that he had, uh, ordered the book, read it three times in the last two weeks, and that he now really, you know, had turned his complete life around and really wanted to become an, an initiate. And um, so that was very powerful. Uh, I had a lovely man from Utah call a Mormon whose daughter had uh, been in a, a coma mm-hmm. for three days, a 10-year-old daughter. And when she came back, she claimed that Jesus had been with her for all three days and shared all these scenes from his life. And that when he heard me speak on the radio, I was describing some of the very scenes that Jesus had shown his little girl that most people know nothing about. So uh, he said, you know... He told me after he finished the book that he was up all night. He was so absolutely energized from the power of the light. And I think when you asked me, how did I know it was Jesus? Mm -hmm. Honestly, the power, the heart energy, the light energy that emanates from him is so profound. Uh, It's, you know, you know. That's all I can tell you. You, There is no doubt that that's who it is. So... um, that's one of the greatest joys for me has been the miraculous stories. There's somebody who had a spontaneous healing. I've been teaching a class here at the Unity Church. I love the Unity Church and great people. And it's a class on the Egyptian mysteries, but of course Jesus is woven through it. And there are people who have come to class and told me that they've had these masters appearing in their dream state. Hey, Trish, uh, I hate to do this, but you and I have to say so long for tonight. Exonation, oh. if you'd like to find out more about Trisha McCannon, her website is www.trishamccannonspeaks.com. That's trishamccannonspeaks.com. I'll be back on the other side of this uh, news break at six and a half minutes past. We're going to be talking to the former secretary to Ron Hubbard at the Church of Scientology. I'll Thank be back you, on the other it's side. Take care, people. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. Don't go away. Great news. 
For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.